and gentlemen, hailing from Griff's Kitchen, Ghoulin Globlin Theater. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So glad I'm not trying to do a voice here. Just normal voice. Normal voice, Griff. Yeah. We've got a lot lined up. Probably not as much as last week because uh, we took it a little too long with that. Yeah, half an hour, forty minutes to open an episode. Not no, no longer. Let's let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's streamline it to thirty-seven minutes. Thirty-seven minutes. You heard it here first. We're streamlining it. So we got some good news. We got some bad news. So uh, yeah. well, why don't you serve up that good news? Well, first, the good news is today we got download number. It's the perfect number for Schlocktober, dude. That's amazing. I really enjoy how that worked out. I was very thrilled this morning. Hardly any of those are bots. That's how great it is. Oh, my God. It's so few. So few. Even though we do have the sexiest bots of any. We really do. We we keep track of our bots. Make sure they're doing well because you know what? We care about everybody and we care about bots. But Griff, we got some bad news as well. Oh, thick. Apparently, I didn't know this, but... You, I mean, you, me and your brother are feuding. Yeah, you guys are feuding? Yeah, I don't, I didn't know it. I, first of all, I forgot you had a brother, to be honest with you. Oh, well, yeah. I but sure what happened was, I logged on to our Twitter, because I'm the only one who checks our Twitter, until I noticed I got a notification. Okay. And I was like, oh, it's fucking geeks. We fucking, nobody ever talks to us on Twitter, because it's fucking Donald Trump ruined Twitter. It's like, we're yeah. old people to bitch about shit now. But hey, I'm old. So I was like, oh, great. And so I click on, and I, there's just this gif of this wrestler guy kicking a little girl in the head. Okay. And it's from your brother. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, I contacted you, and you're like, I don't know. I have no idea what what's going on with him. Yeah. So then I so the wheels start turning, spinning. I'm like, what? What did we do? What did we do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I, I mentioned your brother on our Stone Cold episode. Yeah. And now I know why he's pissed off. Because now, keep bear in mind, I, did, I didn't say anything about his family, I didn't say anything about his wife, or about his children. I said something about the person he really loves most in life, Kenny Omega. Right. Who was the wrestler in this gift. And now, if you're like a regular person, you have a life, you probably go like, who the fuck is Kenny Omega? I did too. So I researched him for you guys. Kenny Omega is a wrestler. But he's not good enough to be in the WWF, okay? He's just like this nobody indie guy. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know your brother. We, we had many discussions today. I don't know your brother. But he loves this guy. Would you agree? I mean, he does have a life-size poster of him in his office. I'm f- shocked your brother has an office, first of all. But, yeah. And so th- he's this guy. He's got this... I think, I think, I think this is where it really really hit your brother below the belt he's got this nasty like per- he's like a white guy but he's got like a jerry curl crunchy permed hair i think i was ripping on that a little and i think that got under your brother's skin that's really the only notable thing you mention about kenny o i yeah, mean that's all i know who the fuck cares about this guy he's, he's a pretty talented wrestler well, I, he's I, not talented I, enough to be in the wwf which is like the major leagues I, I mean, I can't make an argument there. He's not here. So. He's no Roman Reigns, is what I'm saying. Roman that's Reigns, a wrestler, right? that's a champion right there. He's got he's got champion. He's probably got eagle blood running through him. He looks like he's got So where's this going, Tim? What's happening well, here? Well, I don't know, because like I said, I forgot you had a brother. And now he's like, he he's coming at me 
pretty fucking fierce. Yeah. And I got, of course, I got to retaliate. I can't, I can't take this shit. But your brother's not getting it, it through normal. Like a normal person would talk to another normal person. So I'm going to talk to him the only way he can understand. And I'm going to talk to him in a wrestling promo. Oh. So what's your brother's name again? It's John. So Ron, this is for you. Hello, folks back home. Luscious Lukewarm here with former tag team champion and recent name chain adopter, Dr. Tim Graham. Now, Dr. Graham, you were recently called out on social media despite being out of the game for some time now. That's Dr. Tim Graham Esquire, you idiot. That's right. I'm a doctor and a lawyer, and my doctorate is an ass-kicking. Let me tell you something, Luke. The last time I was in Livonia, I wanted a woman. A woman, Luke. So I went downtown looking for a woman, but I couldn't find any women. I found men who looked like women, and that's where you belong, Johnny Hefferman. Who do you think you are talking to the doctor like that? That's why I'm, for one night only, reuniting the new age grand brothers and challenging you, the young cucks, Johnny Hefferman and his golden lover, Kenny Omega, to a Nanchang tag team deathmatch in a cage so you can't escape me, brother. That's right. Me and my brother-in-arms, Golden Griffey Graham, are going to destroy you. He may not be my brother by blood, but he's my brother in spirit, the spirit of kicking your ass. And I'm so confident we're going to win, I'm putting my Nang Chen tail on the line, brother. That's right. If I lose and I won't, I will shave my head and the screaming eagle of Brother Griffith. And if you lose, and you will, I will shave the nasty locks off both you punks. You are aware, Dr. Graham, that Johnny Half-A-Man, as you so cruelly call him, shaves his head? Of course I am, stupid. You think I'm blind? But I can't wait to get my hands on that greasy, curly, crunchy, mabba slop Omega calls his hair. When I'm done, he'll regret ever getting a perm. So what's that gonna be, Jaundice Johnny Hefferman? Do you know why they call him Jaundice Luscious Luke? Doctor, I have no idea. Because he's yellow! But he's gonna be black and blue and I'm done with him and that's just what the doctor ordered. Well, you heard it here, folks. The gauntlet has been thrown. We may be witnessing the revival of the New Age Grand Brothers, and I'm confident the wrestling world is not ready for the devastation they would certainly sow. Will the Young Cucks accept this dubious challenge? Wow. Well, um, that certainly seems like it could squash some beef. I mean, I hope so. There's no way I could come back from something as fierce as that fucking wrestling promo was. So, and well, I, well, I think your brother's put in this place and we're, we're done we squashed it i mean we're definitely gonna have to get lukewarm out there to see uh what he's got to say about it maybe we can get him to respond but till then i mean let's just let's get started with this uh god i don't do you call this a movie do we have to talk about this movie I'm i so, i just want to first of all, i want to apologize to everyone listening to this because the only we were just mentioning the only good thing about this movie is it'll make life force a really great episode looks so much better in comparison because we always bitch about life course doesn't get the love it, it should get which i still agree with but this movie i mean let's, let's just let's just come full force we the reason we even picked this movie is we wanted to like this look it's it's halloween time we love it's my favorite time of the year griff i don't know about you and, you know, we love our fucking halloween in detroit especially we burn the city down every devil's night which you know i learned a lot of places don't have Devil's Night. I thought that was like everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. I grew up terrified of Devil's Night. No, well, I don't, when I was a kid, it was more uh, just 
your bargain basement toilet paper and trees and yeah. like rotten eggs at houses. It was like you know, like mischief shit. And then somewhere, sometime like the mid eighties, early nineties, went crazy and people were burning houses down. Yeah, I remember but, seeing that on ABC I mean, News. But I mean, I will say, if anybody listening outside of Detroit. They were abandoned houses. They weren't people weren't setting, but but unfortunately, there were houses next to abandoned houses that would catch fire from yeah. the houses. But yeah, so we love this time of year, and so we wanted to do horror movies. We still wanted to keep in in line with our. We our, tried. We tried really hard to scrape out what horror movies like our normal stars would do. And right. That's not. That's yeah. not. A, yeah, this, there's this, not a lot to choose from. Yeah, and I learned also. Why I love '80s action so much because this this movie stank. This was a 2000 something, 2009, and it was a straight to DVD movie. And I got to tell you, people like I looked this up. People were pretty thrilled that Steven Seagal was doing like something other than his normal action movies. Yeah, he was doing no action in this movie. Yeah, he absolutely did. In action, <laughs> this was an in action movie. <laughs> this is Steven Seagal at his most inactive. Well, I mean, yeah. if anyone's seen him since he bloated out. Yeah, that's his mo now. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, we're gonna like this is gonna if we, if we actually get paid to do this, we'd be earning our money tonight because oh this movie's pretty fucking rough, and we're gonna try to get through as quickly as possible. Well, and, there's no details to the movie, so yeah, it's very confusing. We're gonna be able to get through it like nothing. Yeah, I mean, the uh, way I would describe it is. Somebody found a script in the trash at like Sci-Fi Network, like the, you know the Sci-Fi Originals, and yeah. like said, "Hey, put Steven Seagal in this. This will be a hit." Oh yeah, and it wasn't. So so let's just uh, let's get to uh, our boy Steven Seagal and the Almighty Nang Chin Tail, and Against the Dark. anyone left they would have come for us already it's just us and them vampire hunters ex-military guys who were trained to kill led by a master swordsman we're here to decide who lives and dies we'll stop at nothing <laughs> to save the human race we're gonna make it even if it kills us no Against the dark. What are you gonna do? I'm going on. On DVD. So, the one thing I notice about this trailer is that there's actually light, and you know we always like to use our back to the shadows. When the, you really watch this movie, we just watched it on Crackle because why would you pay for this piece of shit? Right. Um, dark as fuck. Couldn't see shit. Well. I think it makes less sense that the trailer was light because we're dealing with a vampire movie, and the vampires can't be in the light. Yeah, it's true, but, but are still... But the... are these vampires? We're still not sure. Yeah, they tell us they're vampires. Well, they say they're infected. Every single uh, thing on Crackle that described the movie tells you they're vampires. Yeah, and I was hyped. I was like, he's going to fight Dracula or yeah. some shit. And, it's like, and no. even the people in the movie call them vampires, and then finally, later on, somebody goes, well, technically, they're not vampires. Yeah, we, we, we don't know, because they, they do drink blood. They do. And they don't want to go out in the sunlight. It, even though we never see anyone, we know why, because they never get like disintegrated by the sun. But no. we know they don't want to be out in the sunlight. But we also, you notice this, they don't technically 
eat guts. They like playing with them. They're just yeah. like rubbing their hands through guts. They're always like slapping them against their face, mm. and it, it, it's it's fucking. Mm. I hate. You. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, what what was the main plot they unveiled? Because they like open us up, and it's just well, like the, cuts of the cities burning, yeah, it's and very people... a lot of choppy editing, and it's like. This virus has taken over the world. Yeah, it's, it's very Resident Evil. There are exact. I was thinking the exact same thing. It was like a shittier version of a Resident Evil movie, and they're not that great to begin with. Yeah, no, but I'd rather right. watch a Resident Evil movie, oh, any album yeah. over this. But so yeah, so the it's like it's a classic. Like anytime there's an apocalyptic movie, you show people rioting and all like, the, the stock footage of rioting yeah. and all that shit. And then they they, they they I think they recorded like thirty seconds of of uh, the infected. Playing with guts and they reuse it, those choppy cuts over and over and over. Oh again. yeah, everybody definitely. has the same exact same flashbacks. Like yep. no matter what character they are, and there's these scenes, and they're like, yeah. So the infected, there's some people who are immune to this disease, not a lot. And I thought they were building it up in that moment where they're like, nobody's immune. We don't know if anybody's immune. Well, then they might. At the beginning, it might have been like, well, because remember it. I mean, we're not going to spoil anything nobody cares about this movie. Yeah. But at the end, no there's way. that one guy who's like, hey, I'll go down that elevator. I'm immune. I know, but that was the thing. They build it up like, we don't know what's going on. We don't know if anybody's immune. And just like everything else in this movie, like you're flying a kite, they're just like, oh, by the way, here's this little detail. I'm immune. We'll see. And of course, we know the army's inept. They can't handle this. So what happens is these people called hunters rise up. And they're just katana-wielding badasses yeah. who wear leather dusters. Yeah, so we get a narration where the you know in that opening bit where the people are like the little bit of civilization they find hiding wherever they can. So they apparently found hiding in a hospital. But before we go to the hospital, we have to meet the hunters. And, and there's a lot of walking in slow motion. Oh, uh, Steven Seagal. This is an hour and thirty minute movie, and Steven Seagal's in it for twenty five minutes, maybe. No, I wouldn't even. I say I'm not even joking. I say ten minutes. You like, think ten? I think it's at least twenty. And a lot of that's in slow motion. Yeah. Or he's just so fat that he looks like he's moving in slow motion. Oh yeah, I can't tell. Like again, watch the one minute long trailer. You saw every scene he was in that one minute trailer, <laughs> right. and actually, he's more active in the trailer. Yeah, there's a lot more katana swinging. Yeah. You don't see him swing the sword in this. Like, in this first scene where we get to meet him, first of all, they look like they walked out of, like, an early 2000s Hot Topic or some yeah, kind of, like, leather store. Like a Matrix ripoff. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Matrixy. But then they're also carrying, like, mall ninja weapons. Yeah. Like, later on, you get to see that one guy There's with... Some weird Klingon knife thing. Oh, yeah. my God. And you get that slow motion jump. Oh, my God. But, yeah, but, but Seagal had... A katana, which we all know is Japanese for sword. Yeah, everybody knows and that. It was like it was. It's so fucking lame that even in the credits, all the hunters, there are four hunters, and two of them, the female ones, I noticed, don't yeah. even get names. Don't even get names. It's just like Seagal gets a name, and the one guy gets a name, and they're just like, "You're just female number one, female number two. So we get to see Steven, of course, walk up or Tao. Yes, As he, he's still going for the Asian bits these of course, days. Nang Chen, baby. <laughs> so Tao is uh, that's still intact, by the way. I want everyone to know he does have a Nang Chen in this. So. Oh, very. Oh, and man. it looks magnificent it, when you can see it because it's so say, fucking dark. I was gonna say when you can see it, but uh, we get to see him walk up. There's a little child there. He's like, I think I'll be safe here on the streets in the middle of the night. Of course, a fucking infected person tries to get him, and Stevie saves the day. And he tells this kid. Uh, oh, fuck, where, where is it here? Um, get this boy out of here. 
We're not here to decide who's right or wrong. We're here to decide who lives or dies. It's constantly sounding like he's about to have a heart attack. Like, or he just finished a couple of hoagies. Eerily, like, fascist. Like, we don't care who's right or wrong. We're just going to murder. We're just going to. We're judge jury executioner. Exactly. It's like, how do you. That's mm, <laughs> beside the point. So we're yeah. gonna go back to our random travelers. There, there. We got two different groups in the yeah, well, we hospital. S- we started out with a couple. We started out with the bland British guy Morgan and his even blander girlfriend Dorothy. I didn't even know their names. Yeah, well, I wrote them down. They're all listed. Yeah, as I got bland. them here. Thanks to you, but yeah. I still. Can't. I had to look this up too. I, you had I, to add the details to the name yeah. to try to make them more relevant. Yeah, I had. I had trouble. Filling this out, honest with you, I was, was like, "Okay, who was that again?" Because they need a lot of them didn't even have pictures in their IMDb because they're such nobodies. Yeah, but I figured it out. Or if I did, who gives a shit? Exactly. So yeah, so uh, Dorothy, she's having a nightmare. She's having the same uh, that dog squeaker toy is probably more exciting than what this movie we're talking about. It is. So she's having a nightmare. That same stock footage of the uh, the infected playing with the guts, and then she wakes up and. They're in a hospital, and it's the, we know there's a generator running this hospital. Yeah. And you think you would turn off the giant neon V that they had on the outside That's of the That's all building. they had lit up. Especially since you're, you want to hide. You want to be on the down low. There's no lights in the hospital. Yeah, but they have this giant neon V that's like covers half of the like outside of the hospital. That's brightly lit. Yeah, it looks more like a sign for like the Toronto Raptors basketball team or something. It doesn't look like any kind of advertisement for a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why, have you ever seen a hospital that had a giant neon sign? This is a really weird hospital. If it has one, it's like a cross. You and, know? and this house is, I mean, this house, this hospital is so weird. It also has a security door that has, it's on a timer, <laughs> which we learned. So so these people have been living in the hospital a few days because there's food, as they, they point out, and they bump into another gang of boring people. Oh, my God. So we get Amelia, who's like the bland, like, I've seen it all. She's cynic. She's just like, oh, the world's shit. I, don't, I have no hope. And we got Dylan, who's just a bland guy who's not British. That's that's what you'll know about Dylan. <laughs> that's disqualified. And then we got Ricky, British. who's just a bland douchebag junkie piece of shit. And we got Charlotte, who's a little girl who has pneumonia at the beginning of the movie, and it magically goes away. Was it pneumonia? Yes. Yeah. She... I, I thought she had the coke sniffles because she was like rubbing her nose. <laughs> I thought she was supposed to be infected. I thought she was. I think turn. they were playing with that idea. But but then they were like, fuck it, who cares? We don't want to have Steven Seagal. Like, they probably have a scene where Steven Seagal, like, attacks the girl, but he was supposed to, like, feign it, and he actually just, like, beat the girl in the face. <laughs> and he's like, you, that's what you get for, you know, doing that. <laughs> you were really, you really convinced me, so I'm sorry I hit you. He wouldn't, no, Sensei Seagal would never say sorry about anything. This is a good point. Sensei Seagal would. He would be like, what did we learn here today? <laughs> exactly. He'd put it on her. Yes. <laughs> It was your fault. Oh boy! So, uh, so they meet up and they're like, "Hey, why don't we leave? The generator's gonna die any minute now. We got to go before this this uh, door locks us out." We've yet to see them use any power whatsoever. Not a single fucking light's on. But they're like, "Yeah, the generator's gonna die any minute now." Yeah, they just figured that out. And then they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here because they, for some reason, they know. Because this is, this is the main problem me and Griff had with this movie. All right, the whole point is them getting out of this hospital. But they have no trouble getting into the hospital. They get, they're like at the top floor. So they yeah. got in with no issues, didn't bring in any infected. But now, like, we got to get the fuck out immediately. And the other part that bugs me about it, 
They eat the infected, eat blood. They're not right. dumb zombies. Like, they know how to find blood. Well, they're evolving. Remember that. And uh, yes, they are slowly evolving. So you have, like, your really dumb ones, but, like, almost every example we have in a hospital is smart or smart her. Right. They're all in there. They've been there for days, and somehow they've gone unnoticed. Like, everything <laughs> logically about this movie, like, you have to suspend some, you know, belief. Yeah, I'll suspend it enough that there's vampires. But... Yeah. But the fact that they're surrounded completely, I, I fucking, <laughs> why? Why are we going on this journey? Fucking, anyways. So, so, like, I guess, and then the hunters stumble on the hospital, and they sense, I don't know why they even know people are up there, but I guess they're cleaning out the area, because the army wants all the non-infected taken out, and this is what hunters do, because apparently our army's so inept, they can't just come in. We need to send four people in to clean out a city. They weren't even a... Fi- like, I thought they the army sent them in, but they literally just roamed by themselves. And for well, they, some- were work- they were working in concert with Cross, who was yeah. the bland white army guy. Yeah. Unlike the bland black army guy we'll meet later. This is true. And I think he brought them in just because they were going to bomb the place. So they were like, just do a quick sweep for me. Right. See if there's any and more of survivors. Course, he's probably tapping into his nine you know, powers of the ninja, and he senses there's some life forces in there. In oh, that for hospital. sure. So they, they're like, they go in there, too. And... Well, he like it takes Tao and them kind of long to get to get in and get up. Like it's probably half an hour in the movie because again we see Stevens Gall like very rarely, and anytime we see him, it's like he's walking. He might be walking a little more briskly in some scenes, but for the most part, he's just walking with his little ragtag crew. Well, there's a reason because they're urban legends. Yeah, they're urban legends. Like nobody has seen a hunter it's survived. Right. So. You know, the, the, the five nobodies, or is there six nobodies? Two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. There's six. There's six. So the six nobodies are just, you know, wandering around. They see, like, that blood smeared, you know, there is no God. And who's the one yeah. girl? Amelia? Yeah, Amelia yeah. starts getting all cynical and, like, there is no God. I was expecting Seagal to do, like, a talk about God because he likes to do that. You know, like with his kid in Hard to Kill when he's like, no, let's say our <laughs> prayer together. Well, he probably would if you had been in that scene. but Yeah, you know. I, I, but I totally thought they were going to build up to that. Yeah, so like... There's no building up in this movie. Yeah, it's just a series of just boring attack scenes. Yeah, it really is. It's just hodgepodge together. There, the, there's not even a... Like, we don't have a villain or the, anything yet. Yeah, the entire like set is probably like four hallways that they keep like redressing to make look a little yeah, different. Yeah, So... Well, they, they're they're just oh, fuck. So they're. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you can't remember shit. They have to... So they play. They complain about God, and then we finally get like a, a you know a new jump scare while this whole group's together. Oh yeah, we ha- we do have this. I don't know if this is the same. They're all they all blend into me. So I'm not. I'm gonna be talking about the same scene you're talking about. But there is a hunter scene, action scene, where Taggart, who's the one, the few hunters actually has a name in this movie. Yeah. He was like, I don't know, he's, he, was he like Samoan or I mean, he looks, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit he's ahead, like, but he, it doesn't he's matter. He's like a big dude. And he sees this woman crying in this hospital room. And he sees a guy standing there. Was the guy standing there supposed to be infected? Because he's just standing there. like, And he's like, in his mind, he thinks the guy 
is going to attack the girl, and the girl's not infected. Yeah. But of course, as we all know, the girl is infected. So he comes in like to save her. So he, first of all, he kills the guy because the guy's like standing in a door, like in front of a window, and he busts through the window of the oh, door, yeah. rips his head through, slashes his throat. I thought the guy was like a normal guy. Yeah. But why would he? I don't know. Why would he be like? I'm with surprised him? you managed to get that many details out of it because <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't fucking see anything. But then, <laughs> well, she, of course. Naturally, she turns out she's infected, and a whole it's like a trap. They say because they're evolving. Remember? Yeah, this is true. And he whips out his mall ninja weapon, which is like these <laughs> these like little dagger type things. Yeah, they look more like uh, protractors. I want to call them like the thing you use to measure angles. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, good. they look like he had protractor knives. And Maybe they because a- because. At this point, Seagal's so fat, we need some guy who can actually do a scene that's not a super close-up of his face. You yeah. Know? So we let this guy do that. So he's just kicking their asses. Did we shit. get any other like action scene, or was this pretty much it? No, there wasn't. At the end, Taggart has another scene. Okay. I thought he died at this part. Well, I was pretty surprised when I saw that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, because that actually is a good scene. Cause remember, he has the, it's a grenade scene. Yes, that was the one good scene. Yeah, he does that because <laughs> the oxygen he, tank. I yeah, think. yeah. But so we're getting ahead of ourselves. Good, but who cares? <laughs> so they're just basically stumbling around for an hour, bumping into people. I love like we're told right at the beginning of this movie. This for some reason this is a timed security lock on this fucking door, and the the only way they can get out. They can't <sighs> apparently they can't follow the way they came in. For some reason. Spoiler alert. It's a fucking garage door like you would have on your house that was yeah. built in the 60s where you just turn the handle and lift. Yeah, I have one like that at my house. Exactly. And it's like, so <laughs> they had, like, once again, they, they, they had no trouble. They met no infected getting into there. But then, like, how about just turning around and going the way you fucking came in? No, we can't do that. We have to get only way we can get out. Except for the way we got in just five minutes ago. is through the security door. Because we all know. Hospitals have security doors with timers on them. Oh yeah, of course. And we have to get out because the and, and the uh, the generator is going to go out. Because who's been putting uh, you know fuel in these generators all this time? I have no idea. They're trying so hard to build up. Like they give you no reason to be concerned with any of these people. Because I didn't. Care. I don't give a shit about any of them. I barely even know their names. Uh, and then they're trying to like force this the this like uh, 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 what's the word I'm going for here, um, this this fear in you by like oh the timer's gonna go off. they don't even flash urgency the, urgency yeah. they don't even like show you like a little clock they should have been doing cuts there, to the door with a clock well, or something well that there was actually the there sad was? thing is there was a timer they didn't cut to it like you you said but there was when they they hit the thirty minute mark. There was a well, time. No, that was the bomb, I thought. No, there was no bomb. No, I thought that was the military. We were going to drop the no, bomb. No, they were, no, 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 no. They, they were just going to drop missiles from a jet. Wow, it's so weird that I'm confused by this movie because, you know, it's yeah. so goddamn straightforward. Dude, like, yeah, I know. Because like, uh, <laughs> Griff normally does the notes for these things, and then I'll just, like, punch him up and throw a couple details in, and I didn't know what the fuck you were. I, I, I was like, I had to look at my notes, your notes. I was still confused. Dude. I was I was very worried. because there's a lot of this pointless jump scare like scenes where they attack and they get away. So yeah, but anyway, so we're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, man. And then like, hey, let's stop and have a meal. 
Yeah. So they stop in the cafeteria and like fucking waste an hour just fucking around. Of course, it's it's during the cafeteria scene where I thought shit was about to get real. I thought this was going to be our first like, oh shit, someone in our group's infected because they point to what's his name, Ricky. He's the yeah, junkie, Ricky, junkie piece of so shit. So they point to Rick and they're like, "You're bleeding, man." And well, it, well, well, wait, it, what happened was he had to take a shit. So he goes in the bathroom, and then he has a heart-to-heart talk with Morgan, our boring British guy. Okay. I forget what they were talking about. It doesn't matter. And then they get attacked. The, another stall had an infected in it. Oh. And that's where Ricky gets, like, scratched or Okay. Because we still don't even know how they how this disease travels. You remember more of this movie than I feel like most of our movies. <laughs> I don't know why. This clearly I was, had an impact I, on No, it. I wasn't riveted at all. <laughs> But I'm, I'm actually, if I didn't have these notes in front of my face right now, I have no fucking idea what happened. I, I would I would love to hear our 10-minute episode of just, well, they walked in hallways and they <laughs> chopped some people. Steven Seagal said some things. So, but you're right. Ricky gets caught and they're okay. like, oh, he's like, oh, man, it, you know, we know that he's infected. Yeah. Well, but then, then again, we don't because it never pays off. There's like, no payoff for this. He never becomes infected. No, there is no payoff. In fact, the only payoff from that scene besides like, you guys, I think we should stick together, was the guy who takes, they were just eating like, you know, uh, Chef Boyardee out of the can, yeah. which I didn't think hospital stocked, but hey, yeah, they what do had, I know? They were, yeah, it was like a cafeteria and there were cans lined up on the cafeteria line. Which yeah. I've never seen that. But, but here's what I love. They, they make a point to take a shot of the one guy throwing the can over his shoulder and it goes in the wastebasket. That's what I remember from I don't remember movie. that at all. So I'm that, glad you remember that. That part was fucking dope. That's the only thing. Is that about. Ricky who did that? No, it no, was uh, one of these other bland okay. characters that probably, I. Probably Dylan. That sounds like a <laughs> Dylan move. <laughs> it sounds like a Dylan move. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so then we get this like uh, boring scene where they're like, hey, man. We're the monsters now because we're the minority. We're mon- Basically, they're saying minorities are monsters. Why does every fucking horror movie want to do this? Where, where it's like when we're the Walking Dead. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's got to do this whole message of well, technically, we're the monsters now. And then I don't know. I f- the timelines. I'm gonna throw that out the window. I'm just gonna say what I remember. We did get a rule during that kitchen break. Did we? That they could smell blood. Okay. So. But they ne- that never pays off either. It doesn't pay off. So then we cut to our boy Cross, who's the guy, the, the one army guy with sense, who is working with the hunters. Yeah. And then we're introduced to the great Keith David, you we all know from They Live, and he was also in the great, my favorite horror movie last week, like I said, The Thing. Mm. He shows up as Lieutenant Waters, and of course he's the stick up his ass army guy. Like, what well, you know, he's like, we're going to bomb this place. He's like, wait, we got hunters there. He's like, I don't give a fuck, all yeah. right? We need to sterilize this area. He's like, just give him till dawn. Like, okay, I'll do it. Cut to the boring fucking hospital again. Oh, my God. And, of course, they're just kind of neandering thing through the halls, looking for more jump scares for us. I think we get a nice cut of Steven just still walking through, turning yeah. corners very, yeah, very quickly. Also, the hunters had no trouble getting to the top of the hospital again and then coming back down. They barely have... And, like, nobody bothers the hunters. So, basically, the route you need to take in this hospital is the one you use to get in the fucking hospital. Instead because nobody of, has any issues getting into the hospital. Instead of walking through, like, every fucking, like, little patient room and everything, and then it's the kitchen yeah, it's and like, the how bathroom. Fu- how fucking long would it take 
to just go down like five flights of steps. There was, was they didn't like oh shit this hallway's been destroyed or you know yeah. oh look there's a guy right there. There's nothing. <laughs> they just wander into rooms for no. Right. They're like guys. Reason. There's a stairwell right here. Why are we wandering through rooms? Yeah. Oh no. We're the Walking sense. Dead now. So this is again. They look into a room. They see what they presume to be a dead person. Yeah, like, it's like a gurney with like a towel with yeah. blood on it. And they're like, you got fucking Fred uh, from Scooby-Doo. It's just like, gang, we got to investigate this. And everyone's just like, well, Fred, I don't know if that's such a good idea. But no, I'd he, say it was more, Ricky's more of a shaggy. Because Ricky, Ricky goes to check it out. Because Ricky's a drug addict. Yeah, Ricky actually pulls the sheet back? Yes. And then oh, it's wow. just like some fucking cans. Of must have had a Scooby snack. Again. Yeah. And he's like, huh, nothing. And then, of course, there's not. That's when the, the infected jump <sighs> out. So we get a boring scene. But the point of this scene, if there's any point to this movie, is to separate everybody. Oh, yeah. This is where we... Yeah. So the the boring British guy and his boring girlfriend and the little girl are go one way, out in one door, and the rest of the guys go out the other door. Yeah. And so this is where we finally get something kind of interesting because I think it was Dylan who was by himself, right? No, he was with uh, Ricky and uh, okay. Who, Amelia. Who ended up by himself that ends up with the villain? Dylan does. That's what, what I do, said, Well, isn't yeah, it? yeah. But <laughs> we, he, no, but you said he got separated. He did not get separated. What happens is he's like, okay, just keep in mind, we've just had, we need to get the fuck out of here. We've just been attacked like five times. I got to go wash my hands. Oh, okay. So he goes in the bathroom, washes his hands, and he meets this creepy, like, Eastern European looking dude with long hair. It's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Back to you. How many people are you here with? And he's like, three. <laughs> and the creepy guy just like, "That's a really good number." Do you have any weapons? That's, no. You're gonna go a long way with three. No more, no less. Three's the number you want. And the guy's just like, "Hey, do you mind if I join you?" And then this is this is probably one of the other good things they do. The guy, you know, what, you know what the guy reminded me of? He reminded me of Tommy Wiseau. I was going to say Tommy Wiseau. Oh, yeah. It's like they went for the budget Tommy Wiseau, which yeah. is bad, <laughs> like great because he's better than Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I was, was laughing to myself today because I was like, that's Tommy Wiseau, but like good, but also cheaper somehow because Tommy Wiseau has a head on his shoulders now. Or uh, more, uh, what I meant was uh, ego. Right. But uh, so yeah, you get a cutaway. You don't see it happen, but he fucking clunks the guy in the head, yeah, and then drags him away to this, this room. Ooh, another empty fucking room. But we should probably go investigate all the rooms on our way out. And the meanwhile, while all this is happening, we cut back to the fucking the hunters, like you know, basically following the same path our group has followed. But they're killing everything in their path. Yeah, very boring, very slow mo. We see some guy getting devoured, some people getting attacked, but then. Something good finally happens. Seagal's group finally meets up with some of the uh, survivors. Yeah. So we got them. They're hanging out. and uh, Well, yeah, there's always a scene. Like, they're all separated. And so there's a scene where they're about to be like, oh, shit, this is where the survivors get killed. And then the hunters show up. And they just kill everybody in sight. And they rescue them. And then, so they're big, basically, it's like a video game. They're picking up members of the yeah. group you know, through each room. 
and, except for Dylan, who at this time is tied up and on a gurney with his mouth gagged, and yeah. Tommy Wiseau. You see, I couldn't even fucking remember who it was in the notes. I was like, uh, Charlie? I just I, I fucking guessed. Is there even a Charlie in this movie? There isn't. No. I, so I just <laughs> Charlie. Well, I don't, honestly, I think rarely are names even used. As, no, they Ricky's don't, was, but. They don't, that. yeah, they don't really use names at all, which makes it more difficult than the fact that they don't fucking make an interesting character so what we learn in this scene is that tommy is infected but he looks normal yeah and we learn his daughter is also infected and she looks normal oh she i mean she does look creepy well they, they do that little, right yeah, well she's a little girl and they're all creepy yeah they do a good job of making her look like a creep and he's like i'm gonna feed you to my daughter i think they gave her crazy teeth too yeah, yeah they did, they did. They gave so her she she did look gnarly it was probably the only creepy good thing well, they did. she kept her mouth shut she looked all right so that yeah. was that was the thing because he was saying they're evolving yeah you know we now we look like you so uh, technically i guess they're back to being the monsters because they look like us now because we're the monsters yeah and now they're the monsters again so we get we get a couple more army expositions here. We got to find He's out. He's like, they don't have till dawn. We're gonna yeah. call in the strike right now. We need more time. Yeah, we gotta we gotta vaccine you know vaccine the area, and there's no vaccine, and so we're just gonna have to bomb it. You're gonna carpet bomb it. <sighs> so so at this time, the little girl Charlotte, who I don't think her name's ever mentioned in the movie, but it's in the IMDb. So she like uh, she gets separated from everybody. So she's a little girl. By the way, she was like had pneumonia at the beginning. She's totally fine. Now. Yeah, she's she's good, but not so fine that she's like I'm gonna take a nap. Like it, I I don't think even if I was like dead tired, I could take a nap in a hospital with fucking infected people. You think your me. adrenaline would be rushing a little bit? You've yeah. been attacked five times in she, the last she adrenaline hour. crash, man. Maybe that's it. She had, and she's got that pneumonia. Yeah. Adrenaline, that's got to be better. So she's like, I'm going to take a nap. So then this creepy pedo, like, infected comes out and starts, like, stroking her face or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he was it planning was, on doing. Okay, that was creepy, too. They well, did a good job of that. Well, like, any child molesting is creepy. Yeah. So. They they were like, we don't know how to make things scary, <laughs> so let's just get this guy. He looks like your typical, like, uh, well, creeper. He's got a nice button-up, but it's like a Tommy Bahama-type shirt. It's all stained yeah. up with blood. He's got cargo shorts on. Yeah, and he's got black socks with sandals. Oh, God, it's gross. Balding. So he comes up, and he's just, like, caressing her face yeah. and just like, oh, God, I can't believe that. But just, thankfully, just before she's about to get Lord knows what, Tao shows up, kills the motherfucker. And this is where we learn, he says, he kills and he goes, my name is Tao. This is where we first learn his name is Tao. And we're all like, and, they, and there's this dramatic music, and like we're supposed to be like, holy shit, it's Tao, fuck yeah. Like he's this like classic character that we all know. And we're like, who the fuck is Tao? I think there's got to be some punch up out there somewhere from Seagal where he's like, every time it cuts to the military, they have to be like, we got our best guy Tao in there. Tao, and then like go into some deep theory about how great Tao is and how they saw him take out all of the Eastern Seaboard once yeah. with a hand tied behind his back, and carrying then, a child in the other hand. So then I guess they Tao finds Dylan, who's just about to be eaten by the little girl. So he, he killed, or no, I don't even, I don't even think it's him. Villain, I think villain's still alive at that point. Yeah, but then he runs in on him. Yeah, and he kills the villain. Yes. And then, like a gentleman, he tells the female hunter that has no name, you take care of the little girl. Yeah. Ladies first. He just, like, walks out of the room with the little girl just staring there who watched her dad, you know, dad just die. 
And, and he died just like Tommy Wiseau at the end of the room. It was a very dramatic scene. We did very, it better. It, they they really did. You're killing me, Tao! <laughs> oh, you tore me apart. So he leaves. He leaves the one of the hunter women, who of course has no name. Hunter. I think she was hunter number two. Hunter two. Female hunter number two. Female hunter number two. As yeah. in the credits. Yeah. Um. So she has like we don't even see her take care of the little girl. Well, we, there's you some just, things you don't show on. Yeah, film, it's true. Right? Child you just, murder is one of you them. You just hear the little girl going, <laughs> and then a knife and throat slitting and right. Where because that's also another point I want to point out. Unlike vampires, you can only kill with a stake or something. Like you can just kill them. These guys like any other person. You can just shoot them. You can stab them. There is. Nothing holding these guys. There's no up. supernatural elements to these guys at Other all. They just like to drink blood, and they're evolving. Smellhouse, you motherfucker, get out of here! <laughs> all right. That's just Griff taking a chew toy away from his dog. We needed that. We needed that because that's it more broke, excitement in this. It broke. Fuck. It broke the tension. Was that a good jump scare? You know, like, it was. maybe people weren't expecting was, to, <laughs> me to practically kick the table over to grab that toy from the fucking dog. It was. It, Got my heart racing more than that fucking movie. Did I yeah, I'm just gonna really work in the screaming eagles to scare the shit out of people. So, oh fuck. So the, the, they're killed. So we still got to get out. We're all together now as a group, and they want. And this is okay. They were in a hospital, but there's a room in the hospital filled with mannequins for some reason. Because we got to have that one scene where you see a face and it's not a mannequin; it's an infected. We got that yeah. cheesy fucking played out scene, and we get it. And this is where we lose poor Ricky. Ricky the Junkie. Poor Ricky. I mean, he was fucking just like popping pills and smoking weed like a fucking beast. I don't know. He, I, I don't know. He like he was like he, he was very timely. He had he, I think he had oxycotton uh, addiction because yeah. he was popping pills. He was popping a lot of pills. So, so he gets killed. Who the fuck cares? Cut to the generator. Now we finally get the generator. Yeah. We see the thirty second readout, thirty minute readout. Uh, yeah. So and, and this thirty minutes feels like two hours. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. Bam, where tries to reason with the blonde chick. Oh, yeah, where the girl, blonde girl, what was her name? Sassy? Dorothy. Dorothy. So Dorothy at some point, do you remember how she gets split off? No, and I don't no. care. She got split off with the little girl, and I forget how they got separated. But I, oh, what happens is she gets chased by an infected, and then he starts talking to her. Yeah, she, shuts, she, she, yeah, she, she closes herself behind the door and locks it, but the window was broke open. Yeah, and I don't know how uh, it was. It was, it was like a door with a doorknob, yet she stopped it with a bar. Like I don't know if that was a bar. <sighs> but so then he's like, "Hey, man, just like." Give up. We're the new, like, I don't even remember what he said, but it was something it, like that. Like, so we're going to take over the world. Be one of us and that kind you're, of you're, shit. You're just delaying the inevitable. We're going to get you. We're going to yeah. fucking tear your throat out. Fucking get. You're not solving mysteries anymore. Fucking Fred. And then she takes off, and she. I think she runs into toe. I don't fucking care anymore. But we I get, don't even remember how she gets out of it. <laughs> I think she just runs away. She runs into Tao. Tao basically rescues everybody. Yeah, Tao is somehow all, like you. you and he, he wrestles it. Yeah, he, wrestles, he rescues everybody very tightly, close up. Like, you never see Seagal's body move at yeah. all in this movie. It's very tight, like close ups of his face and swinging the sword. Again, do yourselves a favor. Watch the one minute trailer. Yeah, we're doing a good enough job. You, you know. This is obviously a very loose episode here, but we're doing a great job describing this movie because yeah. it's fucking pointless. Pointless. Yeah. 
So, so once again, we apologize, but the show must go on. So, so this more. Is, this is where we get it. We do get a good action scene here. Finally, because because at this point, I don't know. Fucking Steven Seagal's gout was acting up, so we have to have our man Taggart <laughs> like take over because he's the only guy who can do a real action scene. So he's just like he's just rushing in a mob of infected with his fucking Klingon knives, slicing and dicing. And then he meets like a big like giant one, and he's like, "Oh shit, you're a big yeah, guy." Of course. And then he's like fucking with that, and then the big guy gets the advantage of him because he's a big guy. So he's like pinning him down. So Target whoops out one of his grenades, and then does he like shove it in his mouth? I don't, I don't remember, but he... I thought it was like an oxygen tank or something. But either way, he like he he, he picks the grenade up with something. It might have been a tank because he like. Pops it yeah. on the end of it, and then he like I think he shoves it in his mouth. I don't fucking know. All I know, I thought it got into his belly. It's I thought well, he, just, that, I thought he like shoved he, it. He might have done that. I, I thought he know. had like an open belly, and he just like shoved that's, it. in That's there. totally possible. <laughs> so, so we get the great scene where the all, scene in all the infected are, are milling around the guy who's got the grenade shoved in his ass, and he just explodes, <laughs> and then he, he gets blown in half. And that was a pretty decent scene. Uh, of course, the explosion blows him out the door, and he right. he just happens to meet up with everybody else. Oh, what happened to you? Well, I just needed to catch a lift. And it's a great segue, because mm. this is where they, they finally find the elevator. See what I did there? They found the elevator. If people don't realize, uh, lift is uh, what they call the elevator over across the pond. Jolly old England. Jolly old England. So so they they finally find this elevator that I I assume the elevator went to the top floor. They could have used the elevator the whole time, but for some reason they had to wander around the hospital. Well, I did they even go down a floor well, during I, the this, whole this, scene? This scene totally confused me. I still don't know what happened in it. No idea. They stop and they're like, "Oh shit!" By, by the way, while this is happening, while they're getting in the elevator, one of the fortunately one of the female hunters gets killed. Like she's yeah. just about to get in the door and they grab oh, her. Oh, they her snatch her out. And literally, the door just closed. They could rescue her, but they're like, "Fuck her." Yeah, let her. She can handle it herself. Yeah. So she gets killed. They have a great bond you hunters have. You're yeah, like, no. too late. Steven's just like, we'll come back for the duster later. <laughs> I can't buy another one. Like that's going to fit on him. <laughs> well, he knows it's not going to fit I on him. I can make a sweet headband out of that. But he's looking, at, uh, he's looking at what's-her-face girl. A little girl. Like you could be a yeah, apprentice. Like I'll take you with me and I'll take, take you under my wing. You know, so why are we talking like this? Because did you notice he talked in a very, like, Borderline offensive black guy voice. You heard black guy voice. I, I heard didn't. him just no, doing like, his normal. Let me tell you something. Like it was like, what are you? What the fuck was that? Like I heard it that came was... out of nowhere. Like I agree with you. He was normal Seagal for most of the movie, but yeah. near the end, yeah, exactly. During the end, when things heated up, I, I can't <laughs> even say that ever happened. But he did start to kind of bring it up a little bit. Like, the black scent really started. Like, yeah, because I was. But, ex- but hey, but we, as we learned in our first Steven Seagal uh, a movie, yeah, he grew up on the mean streets of Detroit playing the blues. So I mean, Detroit. he knows you know what it's about. <laughs> so so we're go back to this boring fucking elevator, this confusing elevator scene. So it stops almost like halfway down this, the floor. It stops. And they're like, there's got to be a hatch here somewhere. There was all those shots of, like, the gears of the elevator, too. Yeah. I thought I thought they were building something up, but no, it just stops. And we're like, yeah. of course it fucking stops. We know it's going to stop. And then brilliant. Steven Seagal says there has to be a hatch somewhere. And oh, there is in the floor. And they open it, and they're, like, probably a floor and a half above ground level. And it's filled with water. And then Morgan goes, yeah, this is my, <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> So Morgan, who's like our bland British guy, he's like, hey, I'm not infected. I'll go down there. 
For what? What the fuck are you going to do? He's not a hunter either. Like, he's not this badass who goes around killing but these for, guys. How do you fix the elevator by going down to the bottom floor? I don't get what the point of the scene was. Because, of course, while he's down there, there's some infected in the water. And they jump up and they kill him. And then, I guess... I guess the the elevator god needed a sacrifice because once the guy dies, the elevator starts working again. Yeah. Like, nothing has been done to well, the it, elevator. It, it, like, the fucking... The whole time, the guys, like, got it at a distance. The hunters have guns. They could have shot the zombie for... Zombie vampire. Well, who knows Whatever what the was. fuck it is. Uh, you know what? Zompire. This whole movie is basically a way for Steven Seagal to, like, defend himself against his assaulters. All these vampire things are just the people accusing him of sexual assault. I think think it's a big metaphor. Wow, that was... Okay. I think it is. So he waits till it gets real close up there. It's already killed the guy. He could have saved him. Waits till it gets real close and then shoots it in the face. And it's like, I'm a hero. I know. Don't tell me. Right. But go ahead and say it a couple times. He's probably trying to eliminate the competition. He might get all the guys, like... This is... You bring up a good point. For himself. What is there? Two ladies in the group and a kid? Yeah. He could start a weird family. And I think at this point there's still one female hunter. I don't remember. There is still one female hunter. Okay. So oh, fuck. I know. So, I know. so we're, we're almost done. He this is where the, the black scent comes out. He gives Dylan a gun. He's like Oh yeah. You not yeah. use one of these boys. And he's just like, Yeah, I've uh, gone on the range before. You know the rest of it? No, I don't nope. know. Nor do I care. It's a fully automatic. <laughs> I don't know where this voice is going. <laughs> but he tells him it's a fully automatic. So, you know, you pull it once, it's going to fire a lot. So be cautious. He's got he's to learn us on these guns, man. And then they're like, okay, then for some reason, we're not, they're not being chased at this point, but they're like, we got to be separated mm-hmm. again. So the hunters separate from the, the Scooby gang. Yeah. So the Scooby gang at this time. <laughs> yeah, Scooby gang. It's a it's, uh, cynical girl, boring British girlfriend, uh, Dylan, and little girl. And I forget then, uh, fuck. So, so cynical girl gets attacked by a little boy. Like, like, okay, they're, they're like, all right, we're almost out. Hey, there's a little boy, the creepy little boy. Yeah. Oh, it's just a little boy. Yeah. Let me go up to him and let him bite me. And of course, that's what he does. Yeah. So he infects a cynical girl, little girl, Dylan, and, uh, well, Dylan sees like an area with sunlight. It's like, we got, we're out of here. Yeah. And of course he gets attacked and. And of course, the blonde girl, little girl, bail on him. Yep. And it's just God, it's so fucking confusing. Like, literally, we're telling you the best way you can tell this movie. It's how confusing it is. Oh, it's just like people get separated, they get brought to get brought back together and separated again. Constantly. I don't even think there's a script for this movie. I think the guy just yelled this at a director. And the director was like, do I have to make this? And he's like, well, I already got you to sign an agreement. So, yes, you are contra- con- contractually, you know, ha- you have to do it. And so he know. was just trying to do it from memory. And you get know. all yeah. these. Maybe, fucking- maybe that's it. They lost a the script. And they're just making up so they go along. I don't think there so was a we're, script. We're just going to cut to the chase. We can finally get to that flimsy garage door that they needed so badly to get yeah. out of. All we got left is Dylan in a semi-automatic. We got the little girl, and we got the blonde, boring British girlfriend. And She's then, not British. Her boyfriend was British, who she didn't give a fuck about when he died. She's like, yeah. whatever. I've been with this guy for years. Fuck him. Yeah. And also, so then, and they're like just about to get out, but yeah. the infected come again. But hey, our boy Tao pops up, 
And he starts katana in the fuck out of him, stabs one, and then, oh, my God, he broke the katana. Oh, fuck. That, that was like, that was the one loss that really affected me in this movie. Everyone else I could give a fuck about. <laughs> but that katana was sweet-ass flea market katana. It was <laughs> awesome. Oh, so they, of course, kill everybody, the door, you know. By the way, while this is going on, Lieutenant Waters, cool black guy from They Live, it's called in the airstrike. They're going to do a surgical strike. And this strike is so surgical that they, they cut to the chase. They escape. Yeah. They get out. and But they're literally 10 feet out the door by the time these missiles are here. But it's such a surgical strike. None of them gets yeah, killed. Yeah. But they destroy the hospital. They destroy everything. They sterilize everything, I sterilize, should say. Sterilize, yeah. And so then we're just left this one scene. It's just fucking the, the, the people. Scooby gang that's left. They're in a car. They're like, I guess we're family now. And they just drive away. And we just watch sweet ass Tao with his his duster, and I think the other guy lived. The females are dead, and they just walk off into the sunset. Cut to credits. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. If you think listening to this episode was a chore, watch, try watching that movie. Oh my god! I don't even. We know we when we do these these episodes, we actually want to encourage you to watch them. This one, don't watch. Don't oh my watch god! This don't movie. watch it. Watch, again, watch the trailer. That's it all you need you'll get you'll 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 be able to laugh at Seagal you get full glimpse of him just walking around corners and quick cuts of him just like slashing that's all he does in this movie you get to see a very bloated Steven Seagal but that's not a hard thing to find these days you can right. pretty much well find at least he's clean shaven now he's got that like it looks like he ate a big like Was chocolate yeah yeah oh shit yeah, because now he looks like he just ate a big like chocolate piece of cake and the shit fell on his face. <laughs> it looks like goatee. his beard is as painted on as his hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got the Steve Harvey looking beard. <laughs> God, and, he's an unfortunate looking guy. Hey, man. You got, you got Kelly LeBrock in her prime, man. Can you know why? You saw, I, you saw Hard you know, What was that movie? What was the movie? Hard, hard to, kill? to Kill? Hard to Kill, yeah. yeah. You know, he was packing underneath that, that hospital oh, gown. Oh, yeah. We... we I mean, we didn't see it, but we saw yeah, her reaction if, to it. You know what I suggest? I, I mean, we want you guys to listen to every episode, but I'm going to give you guys a... Well, obviously, if we're talking, you know what we're saying right now. You've listened to it, but if I, some way I could make you listen to our Hard to Kill episode again instead of this, Yeah, I'd actually prefer that. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll notice in that episode it's fun because the movie's fun, <sighs> but oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 was, this was the longest 90 minutes. If, if you have a terminal disease... And you want to extend your life, watch this movie because it'll feel like you added a year to your life. That's true. Man. I fucking... And this is why we're never going to do another 2000s movie unless it's really fucking reminiscent of we, 80s. We do want to do a Neil Breen, Breen movie Yes, we will do a Neil Breen movie eventually, but <laughs> we'll have, we're, we're going to check those out first. Before we're we, going to watch one of those We're not going to make this mistake again. Holy shit. But like I said, we just wanted to give you like a, a classic action star in a horror movie. And there are not a lot of those, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, it's obvious why. I so badly hoped there would be a Jean-Claude horror movie, but there's not. I really, if there is, I don't have no idea what it is. I really thought this was going to be very much a... Can- like, I've watched some of the 2000 Seagal movies, and they're cringy, but they're like... They're, notable things happen to talk about. Yeah, I was sho- This movie was... I was shocked being things. a 2000... Uh, a Seagal movie, there wasn't like some rapper in it. Doesn't he always do movie with rappers now? He does, yeah. He does like to have yeah. rappers. 
No, that's funny. I guess that's why he took on the black voice in this. I will say when I searched for this movie, one of the few Google search uh, like results that came up suggestions was this movie in Hindi. Apparently, Hindu people were really well, India. They love yeah. their cigar, man. So. I don't know. Well, uh, well I, I do want to say I want to apologize to our buddy, uh, Hair Metal Sean. I was going to do a Hair Metal Hate, but I totally forgot about it. I'm sorry. Because it probably would have livened up this episode, but we'll get. I'll make try to get it next episode for you, buddy. Because he's yeah. working on a really awesome project for us right now. We're not going to reveal any details, but it's fucking sweet. It's going to be a fun one. But uh, we need it. Let's just end this. We'll stop. Uh, we'll delay, you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let we got it. We well, what I'm it. trying to say is we're gonna bounce back so fucking hard with this next fucking movie. I mean, Griff. Sh- when I say the name Reb Brown, what do you think? Holy fuck! There's so many things, but one of them is fucking man, large, huge man. I can't remember all the names. Space Muni man. Okay, I I think of him being the real Captain America, the Captain America of my childhood. Chunk McLarge, huge. He played Captain America in a 70s TV movie. Awful, but he's still my Captain America. Fuck you, Chris Evans. <laughs> Reb Brown. He's in this movie? Yes, because he's continuing our classic action, 80s action stars. We're going to do... Griff, I'm so excited for this movie. I, I have so much info on this movie. I'm going to fucking jizz it all over you next week. Oh, boy. You're going to be amazed. Which, of course, we're talking about Howling 2. And, I'm not, I, and it's Howling 2, not... Halloween too, Griff. <laughs> yeah. Because me and Griff almost had a fucking fist fight over this. It was like a who's on first because we're trying to plan out like what episodes we're gonna. We, believe it or not, we do some preparation for this this show, and we were planning. We we're like, what are we gonna do this week? This week? This week? And I wanted Howling too. He thought I said Halloween too, and we, it was like who's on first. We were going. I I I was. You don't know how close you got getting punched in the face that night. It was fucking amazing. It was so annoying. <laughs> but we're doing Howling too. Reb Brown, one of my favorites, Christopher Lee collecting a paycheck, hmm. and the I don't know we 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 might get Sean Pigeon to guest on this one because we're gonna also have the boobtacular Sybil Danning who gets her tits out quite a bit in this movie. Oh shit! But if not, we're still I Griff. I don't want to get you too excited, but our boy Mike, who was on our great our great. Last episode, Mania Cop he said he might. He's a busy man, so I'm not yeah. making any promises. He might show up for this one because it's a classic. And if, but if not, I got we got plenty of shit planned. I got some shit up in this, this brain of mine. Oh. I'm gonna unload on you. Well, I'm excited to see it. So sorry about this week. We're gonna make up for next week. And as always, keep it warm. Yeah, bye bye.